I'm Chris Gardner, speaking with Scott Perra, Rice Isles men's basketball head coach. Coach, how are you? Thank you for joining me. Hey, Chris, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, real quick, let's just recap the 2020-2021 season, the COVID year. How difficult was it for you personally and then as a coach during the season? Uh, you know, extremely challenging. Um, on many levels, you know, you mentioned personal and in the coaching, you know, kind of intertwined in my world. I mean, obviously, first and foremost was, you know, worried about the health of and safety of my family and my wife and two girls. And then obviously the, the basketball program, my players and staff as well. So it was, uh, you know, there's no way around it. It was extremely stressful. It was difficult. It was challenging, uh, like for everybody in, in whatever field they were in and whatever part of or, or, or whatever stage of life they're in, it was, it was a challenge. Um, but, you know, we, we, uh, we just went day to day and, uh, we had, we actually were fortunate and, and, and blessed that we got to play a season, 95% of one anyway, 28 games. And, uh, so we'll take it. And you said 28 games. The team went 15 and 13. I think you've been at Rice four seasons now and you've had a improved upon that each year. So where would you rank last season in terms of a plan going forward? Or you might say for the program, you plan for the program. Yeah, it's a great question. And I, I think it was a huge part of the growth of the program. You know, you, you spend those first couple of years, you know, laying groundwork and, and trying to get everything kind of, you know, how you want it, you know, moving forward and, and seeing the big picture. And even though you're taking a lot of losses, you still have a plan and you stick to that plan. And then, you know, sometimes that plan gets derailed. You know, you don't expect a, a pandemic to hit. <laughs> Of the country, you don't expect that pandemic then to maybe cause other things to happen, like you know Trey and Drew leaving. And so we we've always been able to adjust well. Um, we don't panic when adversity strikes. Uh, we kept the you know we had to alter the plan at some a little bit, but we ended up getting you know a really good group of kids during the COVID time. And then to watch the growth of the kids during the year was really really enjoyable because we feel right now. And we felt it during the year last year. We got the right group of guys. Uh, we're all kind of use the cliche rowing in the same direction. And, uh, we're very excited about where we're going. And the team won two games in the CUSA tournament for the first time in a while. How satisfying was that for you? Oh, you know, it was great. You know, my first two years, you know, we, we didn't win one or we didn't get invited once and didn't win, didn't win the next two and, so to get over that hump and get that is good. But the other part of that was really good, Chris, is to play three games in three days. So the guys see what that's like. Um, I know it ended in the quarterfinal game against UAB, but like I told them, if, if, if you have a better seed, uh, that third game in three days could be on Saturday for the championship. Uh, and that's what we're striving for. And so to get that taste and to, to do that and that, and to see that preparation and, and what it takes was just really good. And obviously, you know, the win over Marshall was special and uh, really proud of how we competed against UAB, too, because we certainly were, were in that one for the for, for 35 minutes. You had uh, Quincy Oliveri and Travis Evie, successful, think, made all-conference honors. Just describe how you've uh, enjoyed their growth through last season. Well, first of all, you know, you start with everything with, with this group, and they're great kids. Uh, they are two terrific young men that, that they just have a great uh, thirst and desire to be good and the same desire to win. 
So they're just fun to coach. And and so when you're around guys like that, it just, you know, even during COVID, right, those they brought, certainly brought underneath the mask, they brought a smile to my face because, uh, and same with the whole group, because they, they brought the same approach every day. And uh, Quincy and Travis, obviously, are tremendous shooters. And when they when they got hot and shot it well, we were very difficult to beat. And uh, we're glad to have them back here for, for a couple more years, too. How would you describe your coaching style? You know, we kind of use this little hashtag that I created called Green Light U. Um, but, you know, we say that in fun sometimes, but it's also true. We give our kids confidence. We obviously shoot a lot of threes. We, we play fast. Um, you know, I am, uh, I can be demanding on the guys. Um, you know, my passion and energy, I, I, you know, I'm not one to, to, I don't do a great job of, of keeping that in all the time. I, I wear that on my sleeve. That's just who I am. Um, but this group is used to that. They embrace that. They, they understand it's coming from a, a place of love and a, a place of trying to help them get better and to win. And so, uh, that's kind of how we're, we, we've got to this point. This summer so far, you're back on the recruiting trail. How is that? Has it, how much different has it been going back on the recruiting trail? Well, you're happy for the kids because they missed that opportunity last year. You know, for us, whether it's Zoom or video or a lot of more, you know, or more phone calls, whatever it may be, um, you know, we did a, I was really proud of what our staff did during that time. Getting out on the road and, and seeing old friends was, was fun part of recruiting. Uh, like I said, for the kids to have the opportunity to play in front of coaches, that, that gets back to some more, you know, part of our normal life. So all that is just positives and, and, and been really good. You were rewarded for your success with the contract extension. How did that, uh, what does that mean to you? Well, it means that we've had tremendous support from our administration, my athletic director, Dr. Carl Gard. Uh, they have, and they also have belief in, in what we've been doing. And I think everybody around this program right now has that same type of belief. Um, we believe we can win uh, most any game that we, we play. And I know going into this year, that'll be our guys' approach. And that was the fun part of last year. I could see that that team, our team, really getting gaining that confidence, even in some losses. Um, that hey, you know, there's nobody we can't play with. And and now here we got five returning starters. We've added some great pieces. And now it's about just getting better, getting older, right, and and getting a little tougher. You mentioned we talked about Quincy and Travis. Who are the other returners you got coming back? Well, Chris Mullins, who now will be starting for four years you know, of his career uh, is a huge piece to what we do. You know, every team needs that kind of uh, glue guy, right, that uh, has been through the, the all the battles with me since uh, since his freshman year. And he's been part of this growth more than anybody because he's been here the whole time. And he's a tremendous defender and a, a really good, versatile player for us. Max Fiedler, uh, our center, boy, did he come into his own last year and have a terrific sophomore year. We're, we're really excited about uh, all the options he gives us uh, offensively and, and his toughness and, and, and his skill set. And then we also return Cameron Sheffield and Riley Abercrombie, who kind of split the split the spot at the four. Uh, Riley started the first maybe 20 or so games and Cam the, the last 10. And uh, so to have all those guys back along with, you know, some injured guys coming back and, and the newcomers, um, you know, like I said, everybody that's kind of been around us and seen us and talks to this group, they, they can tell they got a different uh, kind of kind of mindset to them. So how many players do you have uh, on this year's roster? 
Well, walk-ons included 16. 16. So you can go 50505 if, if you want to sometimes. Yeah, and last year we couldn't even go 505 in practice. Right. Someday. So this is, uh, yeah, it's going to look different. Uh, our depth is different, and that allows you to do a whole bunch of different things. Uh, scrimmage more in practice, go live more, um, try and do some different things maybe in, t- in terms of defensively of turning up pressure be- because we do play fast, you know, and, and it's hard to play you know, 35 minutes a game in our system. And that's okay. That's why we recruit how we recruit. And that's why we tried to build this depth. Who are the uh, newcomers you got joining this team? Uh, well, you know, the, the two that stand out are the two grad transfers, uh, Carl Pierre from UMass and Terrence McBride from Cornell. Uh, just two two kids that uh, fit our culture, fit our locker room perfectly. And then when we recruited them, we, we felt that. You know, we also are obviously happy they're, they're very good players. Um, they both produced at a high level at, at very good mid-major schools and leagues. And so we're excited to obviously add them to, to what we have. And then the two freshmen, uh, Jaden Garan and uh, Damian McDowell, also tremendous young men, great versatility. Both of them do different things well, and uh, we're really enjoying watching them grow this summer. Was it difficult recruiting not having people on campus? <laughs> It is, you know, one of the good things or great things about Rice is it can recruit itself in some ways. Number one, the the education, you can Google all you want and read for days about how great and and incredible the education is. But also when you put a little video out on the campus, it also shines through pretty well about how beautiful the campus is. And then being attached to an incredible city of Houston, you know, that also is something that, that is easy to sell even over a Zoom. So, you know, those things kind of helped us, and and then our style of playing, the videos, and our staff, and the guys we have, and the kind of the, you know, the unique staff we have with the three guys that are on my staff that used to play for me. You know, we talk all the time about people talking about family, but we we walk it, you know, here. What I think you've known James Harden for a few years. Just describe that relationship you have with James Harden. Well, it's unique. Um, what an incredible situation to be here for seven years with him in this city. Um, you just never know where life's going to take you. Um, I, I try to appreciate and enjoy you know each of those seasons and each of those uh, days that you know we were in the same city together. I know how much he supported us. I know he feels how much I supported him. Um, selfishly, I didn't want him traded, um, but but for him, I know that's what he wanted and and. Uh, you know, certainly, you know, the injuries derailed that a little bit for him with him and Kyrie, or or maybe there had been a different uh, champion crown last night. How would you describe Conference USA overall? Incredibly difficult and incredibly underrated. Um, you know, this this conference, you know, matches up, in my opinion, with many of the, the higher mid-major conferences in the country. You know, whether it's the Atlantic 10, the Mountain West, whatever you want to say, uh, the number of teams we've had to win 20 games, the success we've had in the tournament, the coaches we have in this league, and the talent we have in this league um, are just, you know, uh, at a very high level. And it's something I think, you know, nationally as a league, we got to keep doing a good job of of promoting and getting out there for, for everyone to see. Because every year the NCAA tournament comes around, one of our team beats somebody <laughs> that's a 3, 4, or 5 seed. You've seen Charles Bassey. WKU for a while, 
uh, mock drafts had him going second round. What are your thoughts on him as a player? Number one, I'm glad he's out of our league. <laughs> Number two, you know, here's the thing I was most impressed with Charles. Um, talented kid, knew the projections. You know, he came back from the injury. And when we went to go play Western Kentucky, we get to the gym about 90 minutes before the game. And both nights, back-to-back, back, Friday, because we played in that unique setting, Friday and Saturday night, we, we got in there 90 minutes before the game, and he was on the court with a coach in a full sweat working out. And right there and then, I said to myself, you know, the, the kid has a chance. Um, because if you have that kind of work ethic and that kind of motivation to go, with that you know, that size and skill set, then, you know, I, I think you'll have a chance to, to do well in the league. You touched on a little bit there, the unique scheduling last season because of COVID. Will things resume to what will be the Friday, Sunday this time this season? Thir Thursday, Saturday. Yes, that, that's where we're headed back to. I don't know if the thing has been approved yet or not. I know we had a bunch of meetings and discussions on it, but I think that's where we've settled. Have you finalized your non-conference schedule yet? We are one game away. But we, uh, we're going to have some challenges. We're going to go to Texas right before Christmas. Uh, we're going to play at U of H, uh, resume that series, which is, which will be fun. Okay. Trem tremendous respect for Kelvin and, and what they did and have been doing over there. And, uh, I think that's just good for the city as well. Uh, we're going to play in a, uh, MTE, a multi team event in Florida right before Thanksgiving with seven other, uh, good mid major schools. That'll be a challenge and fun. So, you know, we're excited. Coach, you mentioned playing U of H. Seems like every time that you and I talk, I always bring up your thoughts on a Houston City tournament involving Rice, Houston, Texas Southern, Houston Baptist, even Prairie View, if necessary, whatever. Are you still in favor of that? Because you know you're 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 the Philly guy. You're the Big Five, and I know how much history that is, and how successful it was, and continues to be. Just what are your thoughts on the chances of that in Houston? I have to be careful what I say. Um, no, um, look, I, I think it would be really neat. The problem is it's really difficult. Um, Non-league scheduling these days, you know, and I, I got to probably, you know, put Houston is kind of a little different because they've just been so much better uh, than the rest of us in the city that for them, they've got to make sure it makes sense to play what is it? If you're going to say three games or two games against teams that may have a real high, you know, net ranking or RPI or whatever it is that the base they're using it for, so that it doesn't hurt them. And and so I kind of get that side of it. Things have changed since you know the Big Five stuff, you know, 20 years ago when when teams, you know, that that stuff wasn't as much of a factor. There's just many more factors that play into it now. If we can figure out a way to make it work, I believe we would be involved. Coach, are you an analytics person? Are you big on that? I have um, moved a little towards it, yes, um, for a couple reasons. One, um, I, have a, I have a young staff, and, and the young guys, I think, really are into to that. The other part of this is at Rice, we have a great analytics team, and we've actually put some of those kids that have graduated in NBA uh, organizations. And so – I pay attention to it uh, more and more as I get older. Some people, as you get older, you, you do less and less, but I'm actually doing more and more, uh, especially lineup combinations and and uh, true shooting percentages and uh, all, all those types of pace of play and points per possession. So, yeah, I, I look at all that stuff. Is that part of your evolution as a coach? 
I think it's one of them. No, no doubt about it. You know, and the, the other part of it too is I think as I've evolved, and you know, you try not to be a, a, a micromanager so much, and, and you don't want to have to coach every dribble and every pass. But also, I tell the kids on the team, you know, that also comes with with me being able to trust more and and having better leadership, and and guys just knowing what to do in certain situations. And I think that's where we're at now in this program, and that excites me because my energy level is not getting higher as I get older. Was it a, an adjustment for you as a coach to coach at Rice? Because being a student athlete at Rice, you know, you got the basketball, but, but the academics is Rice education is different. Was that an adjustment for you? Well, f- first of all, it's what I love about the place. You know, I, I do love that it's different. I use that word a lot when in recruiting. And I also tell people it's not for everybody. And that's okay. I don't want it to be for everybody. I'm, I'm glad that we have our little you know, academic uh, standard and, and, and uniqueness to us. Um, I was at Penn for two years. And so that was kind of like a good uh, education for me as right. to what it would be like to coach at, at a school, you know, Ivy League or Rice level. And so that really helped me come in here. And I think it's also one of the reasons it helped Dr. Callgard feel comfortable about me becoming the next coach is that background of Penn and three years in assistant at Rice that I kind of got it, you know, what it looks like to, to to recruit those types of kids and build that program that can be sustainable. And that's the word I've used over and over and over again since I've been hired is just sustainable. We don't want to, you know, you know, we all want to win 20 games and maybe, maybe we force up to do that this year. But then next, the following year, we want to win 20. And the following year, we don't want, it's, we don't want to go like this and crash in, you know, high peaks and valleys. We want to sustain this. Have you set goals? Team goals for this season? No, I you know my I, my goals are always can we get better? You know, can we get better by weekly? Can we get better monthly? And are we playing our best in February and March when it matters the most? And those are my goals because I know now with this team we have enough to win a majority of games, but there's no guarantee we're going to. It takes incredible buy-in, uh, incredible ability to deal with adversity because you're going to take losses. You're going to take your lumps. You're going to deal with injuries. You know, how do you handle all that stuff? How mature is your group? And and now we're at the point where I think we're mature enough to handle some of those things. And so wins will take care of themselves if we can take care of those things. How many games, total number of games on this season? Uh, we should have 31 when the schedule's done. Do you know off the top of your head right now how many of those 31 will be televised, streamed? Well, with this new ESPN Plus and ESPN 3 packages that we can do, I, all of, all the games, I believe, can be seen either through the Conference USA website, through our website, or you get picked up you know, by CBS Sports or, or one of those other entities that cover you at Conference USA. Is that something you mentioned to parents? In, in visits? Absolutely, because most of our kids, you know, we don't have a bunch of kids from Houston or from Texas, right? They're from all over the country because of our ability to recruit the country. So they want to be able to see the games. And so, yes, and that's why I believe it was three years ago or two years ago, we wired a tutor for the ESPN Plus and ESPN3 games so that they can be accessible. It's really important. Coach Scott Perry, is there anything you want to mention that we haven't talked about? Nah, Chris, I think we covered a pretty pretty wide variety of things. I appreciate you having me as always.
Thank you very much, Coach. And, and I will do better staying in touch with you this season. I promise you that. Have a good day, man. No problem. Thank you very much. You take care. See ya.